Hey everybody, this is Steven Acevedo and this is your body, your mind on this journey called life. Uh, so if you don't know, uh, you could email me at numeric one body one mind one life at gmail.com. That's one body one mind one life at gmail.com. Why do you want to email me? Email me questions, comments, concerns, things you want to talk about so we could address them here on, on the broadcast. So your body, let's talk about that. You know how we do it. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm always thinking, right? But um, it's very interesting. Uh, I remember going to the doctor one time because uh, my legs were swollen. And I said, hey, doc, you know, my legs are swollen, my ankles. And he said, well, you can wear compression socks. And I paused for a minute. That's what you have for me? I can wear compression socks. Now, mind you, compression socks will help the symptom, but it won't help the cause. And so I was like, Doc, but what's causing it? Well, it could be a lot of things, and never give me an answer. I'm not mad or anything like that. I'm like, you know, he, he was giving me information from what I gave him. Um, Granted, I didn't like that answer. Get socks. So I actually did get socks. But let me frame this for you. This is at a time where I'm working 10 hours at a job um, from 1 a.m. to 11. I run over to my shop and I opened at noontime back then. Just in the early days. I opened my shop 12 to 6. So I got there at you know, 11, 15, get everything ready to open. And back then we used to move the firearms in and out. So I take all the firearms out and be ready for noon time. And I run the day, 12 to 6, 6 o'clock closed. That means I get to put everything away and do all the final paperwork, book work, and all that stuff. And uh, try to swallow something, go home, go to sleep, to repeat, right? Get up at 1, go to work for 10 hours, and do that all every day. And then I had the brilliant idea of you know what? I start training jujitsu. So twice a week at six o'clock, I would run over to jujitsu class for two hours. So granted, I wasn't sleeping very much. I was going 100 miles an hour. Um, that's why I find it funny when people say, wow, it's nice to have your business. And I go, yeah, nice. <laughs> and I kind of laugh because there's a price to pray, right? I paid a price for that. And I was not sleeping. Uh, working around the clock to build this thing I, I envisioned. Um, took a lot of work. I'm still working on it. See, what I have vision is still not there. I'm still working on it. It's a progress. And um, I'm very happy with the progress, but, you know, a lot of work. Anyway, what am I telling that story for? This is around the same time my ankle started swelling. And I had no why. And again, I go to the doctor, hey, doc, you know, I get a physical every year. By the way, you should too. See how you're doing or a yearly checkup. It's always a good idea to know what's different from last year, something to be concerned about, something different this year for you, something hurts, something feels weird, funny, not the same. Check in with your doctor. But if you go every year, they have a baseline. Right? They can track how you've been progressing, you know, either gaining weight one or two pounds a year, you know, or, or losing weight or or range of motion, you you have whatever. Uh, you should get physical every year, a wellness checkup. 
So anyway, I do that. So I go and I say, hey, doc, um, I'm concerned. What, what? My ankles are swollen. He goes, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he presses my ankle. And I'm retaining a lot of water. So when you press, you remove your finger, you see an indentation. And um, maybe a little redness. And then where you press, whiteness, if you will. And then it will come back. Uh, retaining water. So he says, hmm. Well, what's your age? Tell him my age. And this is a years ago. He goes, okay. Yeah, you're all that age. Like, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, wear compression socks. That will uh, help it. You know, wear them for so many hours a day. And this and the other thing. And I'm like, really? I'm, 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 I'm in my 40s and I have to wear compression socks for the rest of my life. That's the solution to this? And uh, it didn't sit well with me, needless to say. And I started doing some homework on what may cause it. And it turns out that lack of sleep. Uh, causes your body to retain water because remember your your body is really smart like your body's smarter than you are as far as taking care of itself right but you drive this vehicle right you're the brain of the operation and you you don't you have to mind your body if that makes sense well I wasn't I was running my body ragged right working 10 hours at one job and then started my business for another six to eight hours um, so it's like 18 hours a day, and try to eat something, uh, get my house in order, and sleep, do it again. Then I added two hours of jiu-jitsu a couple times a week. So I wasn't letting my body recover, rest, or anything. So the way my body reacted was by retaining water. And again, the answer I got from the doctor was get socks. But as I did my own homework, I, I saw that this is one of the, potentially one of the causes. I said, well, start paying attention to your body, sleep more. And um, I did. I started sleeping more. And um, needless to say, no more swelling on my ankles or my legs. I haven't had the problem since um, because I paid attention to my body and I listened to it. All that to say is this sometimes you go to the doctor and they medicate a symptom, right? They're covering a symptom, but they don't really tell you the cause. So the challenge is, challenge your doctor. Okay, doc, what is the cause? Now, with that question asked, be prepared. Because you might get an answer you don't want to hear. Something to along the lines like, well, you better stop doing that. Or cut this out. Or, you know, do this or do that. Or lose some weight or gain some weight or whatever the case may be. For you. And you might not like the answer. And, uh, you know, doctors are very pleasant people and uh, they're really mastered the bedside manner most of them but sometimes you need that doctor to roll up the sleeves and look you right in the face and tell you listen listen pal it's you you're the one causing this to you so you gotta decide because I can prescribe you this prescribe you that but if you don't make the change nothing will ever change see my doctor didn't tell me that I'm not mad at him he's a great doctor Right, but I was looking for a cause. What's causing it so I could fix that cause. I wasn't satisfied with the answer of you sock bound, right? You gotta wear socks for the rest of your life. So for me I didn't accept that as the answer. I did my own homework. I'm not a doctor, don't hear me wrong. Um, listen to your doctors, of 
course, take the medical advice of the medical professionals. But it, it wasn't enough for me when he said, yeah, you can wear socks, you'll be fine. And he might be right, but I didn't want to, you know, prescribe myself socks for the rest of my life. I wanted a little deeper answer. Like, Doc, I'm okay. Tell me the truth. Tell me what I need to do. And of course, there's probably more tests needed to be done and stuff like that. Interview a little deeper. Um, and that was one of, like, one of the prices I paid in starting my business. You know, sacrificing sleep and free time. Every waking hour, I was doing something. Um, so is it a nice thing on your own business? But what you don't see is the cost. It's not always it costs money. It costs, it's sacrifice. Sometimes that's to our health, which you shouldn't. You shouldn't sacrifice your health for anything because that's what you. That's the only thing you have and you have to preserve. So a lesson learned. I said, wow, i got to take care of myself. I, I see this goal, but maybe it takes a little longer um, than how we have to get it done. You see, um, I was working 50 hours when we did a job. And then started my business. And you'll say, why, do, why were you working if you had a business? What people didn't see is that I was working to sustain my business. I was paying for my business. Um, it was many years into it before my business could actually pay me. I was paying for the business. Um, that's why. Because I believed in the journey. I believed in the vision and the goal. And, um, you know, I believed it was doable, right? So that's how that went for me. So I want to summarize my rambling in this so you could apply it for you. Because I always talk to me first, right? If you had a if you have a headache, what do people tell you? Oh, you should take aspirin for your headache. Or uh, IV buffer. Well, I can't even say it, that thing. Is it because you have a lack of aspirin that you have a headache? Is it vitamin aspirin that you're in need of? No, it isn't. You have a headache for whatever underlying reason, and the aspirin will make you comfortable, ease the pain, but doesn't fix the reason you have a headache. So how about addressing that? And I get it. You know, if you stub your toe or smash your finger with a hammer, by all means, take an aspirin, some kind of pain relief. Oh, but what's the mean? You know, why does your finger hurt? Well, you smash it with a hammer. Stop smashing with a hammer. It won't hurt anymore. But it's hurting now. Absolutely, take your aspirin or take whatever pain relief you need to take um, to to be comfortable until it subsides. But you know, the result was smashing your finger with the hammer. And once this throbbing goes away and your body starts to heal itself, the pain will go away in due time when it, it takes its course. That's clear to take an aspirin, take some pain relief. But if you have a headache and are not sure the why, take your pain relief road to get comfortable. Start analyzing the why. Is it maybe you're reading a book and it's dark, or using a computer too much, or texting, or maybe not enough sleep, or too much caffeine, or not enough caffeine, whatever the case may be for you. But take a moment and don't medicate the symptom without understanding the underlying cause, the root cause. Take care of your body. It's the one you got. Now let's talk about this 
mind, this energy that lives in this gray matter in our skull, how we identify ourselves, our mind. Um, so I'm all about preservation of life, health, wellness, and living the best life ever, right? So this mind of ours drives this vehicle we call our body. And that's who we are. We are our own mind, right? What you say you are is true. And so I identify as a self-defender, a person who preserves my life and the innocence around me uh, by doing good things for me and others, taking care of myself, right? I saw something interesting today and I'm gonna share it with you. I was driving and there were these three dogs out on the road, kind of random, you know, no collar, no nothing like that, kind of like stray dogs, I guess you would call them. And it looks like one was hit by a car. And mind you, this is not back home in the States. I'm, uh, I'm out of the country right now uh, on an adventure. Talk about that another day. But just the same, I go around the corner, I see these three dogs, and one is laying on the ground like if it was hit. And the other dog, its friend, you know, was over it, like standing over it, like feet over the body. Not like, um, you know how you would put your foot on someone, da, 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 you know, I triumph over you, not like that. More like a table top over the other dog in, uh, in protection. And, and as he's standing over the other dog that's on the ground lane, he's looking straight out at anything coming around him to protect them. And that was interesting. And the other dog was beside him, kind of looking the other way. And so my brain, of course, I see this. How interesting. These these critters, right? These dogs, stray dogs, um, they form a pact. A pack there between them. All different breeds, different sizes. One was like a golden, the other one was more like a like a shepherd dog of some sort, and the other one's just mixed. I couldn't even tell you. Um, but they were all maybe 30, 40 pound dogs. So not tiny dogs, but not ginormous dogs. But they were together. And one apparently got hit or something because it was on the floor. Um, you know, agonizing, I guess you would say. Not looking too, too happy. And the other one was over it, protecting it. Looking straight out and turning his head at what anything coming. So clearly you couldn't go to try to help this dog because that other dog would, would have no, nothing about it. But it, it took that posture of protecting its friend. And this is a, a critter, right? A dog. Now, I ask you, I ask me, I know the answer for me because I, I challenge myself with these questions. And that's what embarked me on this journey, learning self-defense. And, and learning in such a way that it's applicable to everyday life. It isn't like, oh, because you kick down doors and that's your job. Nope. Um, I run away from fights because uh, I don't want to be in one. But also, I also live a life of a good person that I don't ever find myself in those situations. I don't go to bad places, do stupid things with stupid people. You ever heard that? Well, that works. So don't do that stuff. And, uh, and you've done pretty well in your life. Stay out of trouble. But every so often, trouble tries to find you. And so I have trained... Uh, my mind to protect this body and I use this body as a tool to protect myself and other things of course right you know, I know martial arts um, 
training jiu-jitsu twice a week, boxing twice a week, I teach it, and uh, you know, firearms training as well, tool of last resort, but just the same tool. Like everybody says, what's the best martial art for multiple attackers? Run away is the best martial arts. I would tell you be a marathon runner. That's the best martial art. All jokes aside, the truth is you don't want to be in a situation. Because, yeah, you might get lucky and, and punch one or two guys out because you got boxing skills. You can throw hands. Um, you know, but if you go to the ground, you throw some jujitsu skills in there, you know, where there's some guy unconscious as fast as you can. But you don't want to be involved in multiple attacks or even a single attack. You don't want to be in anything. So I would tell you the tool of last resort might be the best tool for multiple attackers. You know, command them to stop and leave you alone. Um, I started this conversation about what I saw with these dogs. These dogs had the self-defense mindset. They were protecting themselves and each other. Granted, one got hit by a car or something. I don't, I don't even know how he ended up on the floor, but he did. But the other dogs were rallied around him and postured themselves in a protective stance, protecting their friend that was hurt, wounded, on the ground. Not in the best state. So the challenge is to you, challenge yourself, what will you do if you fill in the blank? What if you were leaving Walmart with your kids and someone's following you to your car? What do you do? Use your mind. Now you say, how am I use my mind? Well, being a victim waiting to happen is always the wrong answer. Having some kind of answer is better than no answer. And that might mean you walk in, you feel something that's not right, go right back into the, the store where there's a lot of people, right? Maybe you talk to management, maybe I have someone escort you to your vehicle. Uh, or, or maybe uh, before you go to your car where it's all alone, well, maybe you don't park with your car way out there where it's all alone. Sometimes you don't have a choice, I get it. Uh, or sometimes you just stop and see if that person will keep on going by you. Because that might be the case too, they're just going by you because their car is next to yours. But don't wait until something bad happens, right? That means you stop for a minute, let them go by you, let them go ahead, and you wait behind. Not a problem. Uh, or maybe you just turn around and look at them straight in the face and see what happens. You know, if it's friendly, they'll smile and say hello. And you can say hello and let them go about their business. If it's really awkward, Weird out, weirded out. Well, I don't know what that's about, but you diffuse it right away. What I'm saying is, don't walk blindly to your vehicle if you feel something's not right. What's worse than that is not knowing something's not right, because you don't have this self-defense mindset. You're not even thinking that it could happen. I love the life we live; it's very safe most of the time until it's not, and I don't want people to live afraid of I encourage people to live the happiest, fullest life they can. I I don't live afraid. Because I, I, I can defend myself. But I also can see things happening before they happen. I learned how to read body language. And early on as a kid in New York City, you knew when someone was up to no good when they were trying to you know, connive you or con you into stuff. One of the famous questions you hear in New York City when I was a kid, hey man, you know what time it is? You never stop to look at your watch. Because it's like Wiley e. Coyote put in the, the chicken feed there for the roadrunner right underneath the anvil. You never stop. That's just them 
one you stop when they want you and then to boot looking down. You have to have a self defense mindset. And uh, it doesn't have to be always a physical attack. People that abuse people, you know, they victimize people mentally. They verbally abuse them, you know, kids is bullying, we call it bullying, but in adults it happens. You can't let someone push you down. You have to hold your own, stand up, keep your head up, and look at the world. With a broad chest, broad shoulders, and look at the world, not afraid. Not challenging the world, but living in the world with tools in your toolbox. So you can face any challenge that may come to you. But do you have tools in your toolbox? That's the question. Or are you a victim waiting to happen? Are you just been lucky this far? When the first bad thing happens, you're going to jump up and down. Oh my lord, oh my lord, oh my lord. Start doing air jumping jacks. Let me tell you, jumping jacks are great in the gym. When you mean to do them, not in your emergency, when you don't, know, don't have an answer for the problem, and whatever that problem might be, someone needs medical attention, or someone got hurt, or you're being attacked, or in a fire, gotta have an answer to the problem. That might mean get somebody else. You know, call 911. You know, go to the person, ask them if they're okay, or ask for help. Can someone help me? Whatever the case may be, or have the skills to help yourself. Your mind is a beautiful thing. But a, an uneducated or untrained mind is unruly. And so we have to discipline it and give us tools. Right? You know, when you go on a plane, right? Everything, take off your shoes, your belt, empty your pockets, everything. You go through the metal detector. Almost, not quite, but almost the way you came into this world. Right? But the beautiful part is everything you put into your mind goes right through there with you. I learned this a long time ago. It was actually about work. I remember being a young kid, you know, making it out on my own, raising my family, working hard. And to me, you know, work was everything. That's how I, I supported myself and my family. In a new state. And so I was very diligent about going to work, on time, and everything, and everything. And I remember, I started as a temp worker at a company manufacturing company. I might be 21 years old, 22. And um, there was almost like a stigma, like, oh, you're temporary, and we're permanent. Like, they had more, you know, whatever. Like, we're, we're company people, and you're just temporary. Like, well, this is how we become company people. You go try out the job, see if you like it, they see if they like you, and then there's an offer made, right? Well, I remember one guy said to me, I'm a young guy, right? This is an older guy. His, his name is Salvatore. He's probably retired now. Awesome human being. And he said, hey, you know, we're all temporary. And he was a company guy, right? He's been there forever. And what do you mean? Like, yeah, I'm a company guy, right? I work for the company, but it's all temporary. I'm not going to be here forever. The company might not be here forever. So don't feel weird about being a temp." Don't let those people make you feel weird. You keep on doing what you're doing. Watch, you'll see. It'll pay off. And he was right. He was right. In so many ways. 
Everybody's temporary. Uh, that was just a job. I did become a, a full employee there. And it was a good time. But I'm designed to work for myself. And so I worked there for several years as I started a business back then. And this is again, 25 years ago. And uh, that company's no longer around. Because even the company was temporary. And uh, Salvatore's probably retired. And uh, that was wisdom. And you find wisdom in all the weird places. Right? So when there's a nugget of wisdom dealt out to you, receive it um, in your mind. Right? And that that's that's what you can take. Like I tell I'm telling you the story about the job because I want to finish that part with this. We're all temporary. Jobs are temporary. Businesses are temporary. Us on this planet are temporary. But what can you never be taken away from you is what you learn, what you put into your mind, right? So yes, if you're taking away from a job, I lose that, or whatever the case might be. But what I learned, I take with me. So I battled every day I was working there with my friend Salvatore and, and other friends there, very wise people, older than I was, lived uh, uh, were older so they have lived a life and I was just starting mine. And uh, little nuggets like that. So. Cherish those little nuggets of wisdom wherever you can get them. Everything is temporary except what you put in your mind. So, all that to say, you full circle now. Are you a self-defender? Have you deposited the tools and skills in your brain to protect you and yours? To face any challenge in this world? To live the best life you can? To preserve the life you have? To help others when they're hurt, injured, sick, or maybe need a kind word of wisdom? Like Salvatore gave you. We're all temporary. But it's how you live this time of year that matters. Even these dogs that I started this conversation with, they were taking care of each other. They had in their mind, we gotta watch out for each other. They, they created this path. Uh, dogs. I don't call them wild dogs, but feral dogs, I guess. You know, stray dogs, that's the word, stray dogs. But in their mind, they were self. Uh, defenders and protectors because you know, we're preserving uh, each other's lives and they did it together in community. But they made that decision already. Have you decided or have you said, I'll just call 911 and wait? I'm all about calling 911. You've heard me say that before. But until they get there, you're the person who has to take care of you first. Your mind is more powerful than you know. Look at our history. Mankind, just mankind. From, you name it. You know, from, I don't know, from the caves, I guess, to mud huts, to shelters, to, to teepees, to uh, wooden structures, to uh, domesticating animals, to farming, to horseback riding. Inventing a, a train, uh, firearms, a car, a plane. We fly now. We go into outer space now. We communicate with microwaves and radio signals, stuff we can't see. It boggles my mind how, how smart we are. But then at the same token, we're dumb. So, what side of the spectrum are you on? 
I'm always trying to feed my brain. As funny as it sounds, like, you know what, you know, like, I'm still in, in awe with magnets. Like, I understand how they're supposed to work, but I see magnets, I'm like, that's magic. <laughs> I get it, though. The positive and negative neutrons are, are repel each other, attract each other, blah, blah, blah. I get that science. But just looking at these two rocks, for lack of a better term, move with no moving parts, they just move. I'm still impressed by it. This brain of ours, this great sponge that we have in our skull, where we live, let's feed it. Let's give it good stuff. Uh, I would tell you, educate your mind to preserve your life so that this body of yours is healthy and strong. Learn how to be a self-defender so you don't live afraid. That frees you and lets you live the life you want to live. So you can enjoy all of it. Um, to the last day you breathe on this planet of ours. I'm enjoying this show. And I want you to enjoy it too. This journey, this journey called life. I'm enjoying every minute of it. It's ups and it's downs. It's trials and tribulations. Trying to make the best one I can for myself and enrich the lives of everyone around me. So, this year, have you traveled at all? Do you desire to travel? Are you curious um, about other cultures, other countries, places you want to visit, places you want to see? I'm currently outside of our country. I'm traveling and I'm in Costa Rica uh, this week and next month. We're going to be going to Guatemala to do some mission work, helping uh, children in the orphanage. And then we're also going to build some houses off campus. I think we're up to five this year. we do that like in a week, ten days, something like that. And I'm doing that next uh, November. So, why am I saying this? I have chosen this journey of mine to enrich my life by being around other people, other cultures, other foods. I like associating people with food. Um, so I like to break bread with them and just sit there and talk and enjoy their company, their presence from all, all over. And uh, really kind of study, study the different cultures, right? Because I'm, I'm amazed, you know, our evolution, you know, from uh, just the technology and how we embrace it. But mind you, I'm all over I'm in another country right now, and so my service is, is not great, you know, internet or that. Um, it's not because there isn't internet, it's just I don't have a plan over here. And very limited data, da-da-da-da-da, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, no problem. So I said, let me go old school. Let me go buy an old uh, radio, a transistor radio, I guess they would call it, regular AM, FM radio. For the life of me, I could not find one anywhere and the same token I just realized that there's no more DVDs there's no more uh, CDs or CD players and stuff like that I'm like where have I been like have I not been paying attention mind you I, I I don't consume those things that way but I found myself in another country saying you know what I'm gonna get a radio so I can listen to the local radio stations to hear what was going on in the neighborhood, you know, like, 
hey, there's going to be a block party over here, or don't forget this, and remember, you know, vote, or whatever. Um, whatever's happening locally, just, just to hear what's happening. And no one had radios, because everybody's using the new technology. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, wow, I'm going to import radios. <laughs> um, and then, long story short, I found one. And uh, hard to get a, a signal, because I'm in a in a cement building, right? The, the building I'm in is made out of cement, as opposed to wood and sheetrock. Um, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm seeing reception is kind of hard through the building because uh, it's cement. So anyway, funny story. Um, I couldn't find a radio. How we evolved so fast. Uh, and life is moving so fast. I remember being a kid and people telling me, Oh, enjoy your time as a kid. and Because uh, it's going to be old before you know it. Like, ah, I, wanna, I can't wait to be 18 years old so I can do whatever I want. I can't wait to be 21. So, you know silly right um, but now as an adult on the other side of the coin I, I see they were right you know preserve your innocence when you're a kid enjoy being a kid your imagination play with toys play with your friends go outside get dirty uh, get home play with the garden hose whatever it is enjoy your childhood don't, don't grow up too soon have experiences and so this is for us adults the children in your life enrich their life with Good experience. Take a fishing. Go on a boat ride. Um, go camping. Um, enjoy the journey. Enjoy them at that age because that's the only time they're ever going to be that age. And they're going to grow up and that's that. Um, enjoy them when you can because before you know it, they're adults. Um, I have grandkids. And uh, I just saw two of them last week, last weekend. And I remember flying down, seeing my, my youngest granddaughter be born. The day she was born, I was there. Um, I'm very privileged to say that all my grandchildren have four. I was there when they were born. Like the first day in the hospital, I was there. And they're, mind you, they're not around me. They're all far away. But I made it there every single one. And it's a, a grandfather and a father of their grandkids' parents, right? Um, I feel like my duty to be there um, and pray over them. And that's how I believe. You know, I pray over them for guidance, wisdom, protection, and how I believe, but it's very important to me to be there um, as the first day of life in this journey to bless their life. So all I have to say is um, my youngest grandchild just turned five. And I remember flying down there on day one, when she came to this world, and she's five, holy smokes, blink of an eye. We went to the zoo, we're hanging out, and we're pretending, playing, uh, she she has a kitchen set, so I bought her some, uh, uh, what is it, uh, the groceries, kitchen groceries for her kitchen set. So now she's cooking, and, and she's feeding me stuff, she's cooking in the kitchen set, and and then, uh, then someone pretend to cut the finger in the fake kitchen set, and I'm the, now I'm the doctor, and I put the band-aid, and, and I'm like, man, these are the moments on this journey. Like, these are the moments that count. Um, and, and that's a memory. That's a memory for me. It's also a memory for her. And I was with my grandson, he was there, and then uh, 
we're talking dragons and dinosaurs. And so uh, when he got him, I got her the groceries and when he got him a dinosaur. He likes he likes dinosaurs. It was pretty neat. And we're talking about I asked him what his favorite animals were. He goes zebras or giraffes. And I don't know if it was zebras or giraffes or zeros that giraffes. But uh, we went to the zoo. And that was a lot of fun hanging out with them in the zoo and uh, making memories. Right, enjoying this life that we have because they're gonna be that age that once, and then they're gonna get older, and then life happens. Because I remember my children being that age, and now they have children. And uh, in a blink of an eye. So start living this life. Enjoy every minute of it. But also start making memories. And, and, and moments in time. So you can reflect back. And enjoy. So this is a life well lived. I enjoyed my family. My friends. I enjoyed this life. If you're just living to live. That's not living. You need to. Have a goal, have dreams, share those with your family. You need to laugh with your family, you need to cry with your family, you need to hug on them, take them fishing, go swimming, go to the movies. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, two years ago, my granddaughter was three. Uh, I took her to her first movie. I, saw, I think we saw the Minions. And uh, so I had a picture with my grandson and my granddaughter with uh, the Minions. My other two granddaughters weren't there. I was like, man, I just missed them. Uh, that would be cool. I have all four of them watch movies. Movies is my thing. I like movies. Uh, they're storytelling. Take you to different times and places with someone's imagination created. I like that stuff. Because it's in the brain. And uh, I like the imagination. So, all I have to tell you, if you have dreamed of traveling or visiting places, make that a goal. Put action steps to make it happen. If traveling is not your thing, or like I don't like planes, but I like flying or boats, or whatever. Okay, what is it? What is it? What's your goal? What, what's uh, something you've thought of? Or maybe that you might consider, um, and put some action steps to it. Maybe you need some experience. Maybe I want to go to the theater. I like the theater. I think it's cool. And I liked it when I was a kid in New York, when it wasn't cool, right? Like, hey, you know, what are you going to the theater for? Um, don't never mind. I'll do what I'm going to do. A uh, lot of fun. One show I want to go see that I'm going to put a plan for, for me, personal goal, is to go see Wicked. Because I like The Wizard of Oz. Uh, I like this story. And and, not, and the book's kind of like scarier, right? Like the, I like the the TV version one because that's when I saw as a kid. But as a kid, I heard about the, the book version, which is like supposed to be better, but it's kind of more... more um, Rated R, you know, more uh, gory is the word I'm looking for. Uh, but I want us to go see the Wicked, the show. Uh, it tells the stories of the witches in a theatrical event. That's one of my goals. You know, I got to make it happen. So there it is. I'll tell you when it happens. What is your goal? Is it to write a book? Read a book? Go fishing? Learn how to ice skate? Or the blade? Ski? Surf? Scuba diving, do that stuff. Um, I'm a student in paramotoring, learning how to fly. Um, I took a, I didn't want to say I'd take a break, I just haven't had time to squeeze it in. Uh, but I will. Not off the table, it's very, very much so on the table, but I gotta make it happen. Enjoy your life. 
because it's the one you have, right? Enjoy your family. Make those memories that count. Don't just live to live. Don't just clock in every day and go to, you know, bed and wake up to clock in the next day. I tell you, this is a guy who said he would work 10-hour day shift, and I started my business. Uh, and then I started doing jiu-jitsu. So you could imagine I was a very busy guy. You would say, that's not living. That's just working. Well, there was a goal there. I'm actually building something. The job helped me build my business. And, and actually, the job, I was working with people, right? And I like helping people. That was my, my charge, was to help them. Um, and, uh, the management position. What moves you? What lights up your day? What's your motivator? What's the reason to live? Your family, the smiles, their giggles. Make more giggles. Make more giggles with your family, make good memories. Remember, your kids are gonna be that age only once. And then tomorrow they're gonna be older. And before you know it, they're gonna be off on their own, getting married, going to school, having children of their own. And you have to enjoy your life, right? Enjoy your life with them, but also carve out time to enjoy your life with you, your loved one, your spouse, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, it's important. Enjoy your time. This is Steve with your body, your mind on this journey called life. Remember the email here is number one body, one mind, one life at Gmail. Email me a question, comment, concern, something you want to talk about, something you want me to revisit something I, I I said I was gonna do you want to see how I did it or did do it and you can always email me it's always a blast talking with you remember I'm not talking at you I'm talking with you make this conversation uh, two ways by sending me an email so you can see what you're thinking what you're feeling tell me your goal how about that once you email me a goal and uh, I hold your camera book to it and we'll talk about an action plan for you in your life um, I have a friend this year who's who's 68 years old, I believe, 68 years old, never been on a plane in his life, never had left New England, and I got him on a plane. I took him to another country. In his wildest dreams, he thought he would ever do that. He had a blast. He didn't know he would enjoy it so much. Um, I had a blast experiencing it with him. You know, first time on a plane, I got a picture of him where he has his luggage in front of the airport. It looks like he's waiting for the school bus, first day of school. It's great. But I'm glad we got to do it. Because remember, tomorrow's not promised to anyone. Enjoy today because it's the one you've got. Once again, Steve, and this is your body, your mind on this journey called life. Talk to you soon. Bye.